we'll do a review of Lekutus Sichas in Chelik Tezbov, volume 15, the first Sichah of the Parshas Lech uh, The Rebbe discusses in this Sicha uh, the Mishnah in Pirkei Ovis, and um, which of course discusses uh, Avram and uh, the difference between Avraham and Noyach and how they related to their generation. And Rabbi explains the Mishnah by Noyach, the ten generations that was from Adam to Noyach. Over there it says that Hashem prolonged his anger, but then they were destroyed. And by the ten generations of Noyach to Avram, over there it says that Avram received their schar. What's the difference? Why by Avram did he receive their schar and by Noyach not? What kind of a schar is there for people that made Hashem angry? As we see in details, and the Rebbe will bring out the concept that dealing with evil, there's two types of evil. There is some evil that the only way to do is to push it away, is to destroy it, get rid of it. But there is a lesser degree of evil in which you can later on sort of turn it around and bring it into a good to sustain that. Uh, Noyach was not able, the evil of his generation needed to get destroyed. The Mehamabul destroyed them. By Avraham, he was able to fix it and to sustain it so that he received the schar of all of them. The Rebbe will also discuss about different the commentaries, how they try to reconcile these differences. There are asked questions on them, as we'll see inside. Let's look inside. Aleph. Ashtet in Mishnah. So this is in the Mishnah in Oves Perikei, Mishnah base. So what it says, Asor Doiris Menoyach Ve'ad Avraham. There are ten generations from Noyach to Avraham. And again, Avraham is the subject of our parsha Lech Lecha. We talk about all about Avram and his doing. So, of the this is the connection to the parsha. So, within the Mishnah, it states that there were ten generations from Noach to Avram. To teach you how long God prolongs His anger, it's full ten generations. We go through all the different, uh, starting with Adam. He goes through in the Chumash over there, and you count. You see how it was ten uh, generations from Odin to Noach, and although they were all evil, but to tell us how long Hashem uh, prolonged, how much prolonging of anger is before Hashem. So the same thing from Noach and Abram, from Adam to Noach, this is in the Pasuk over there, that tells you the old one begot the other one, until from Noach how Abram came ten generations later. So this is to tell you that although all the generations they were making Hashem angry as they were coming, each generation they were making God angry. And still, Hashem prolonged His anger. So Avram Avinu came and he received all their schar. So, first of all, we have to understand this standalone, what kind of a Schar, if they were machis in uboyim, so it doesn't seem there should be any reward. It says Avram received the reward of all these ten generations up to him, but 
What kind of reward is it? So first we have to understand what kind of reward, and the Rebbe is going to contrast it later also with the ten generations that were from Adam to Noach. So we need to understand. These generations were making Hashem angry as they were coming. In their Mishnah Gufa, as the Mishnah itself says, Kol Adoyres Hoyu Machis in the Boy. So what kind of a reward were they owed? Was Avram Hotas Bakuma that Avram received it? There was no reward. Why should he receive the reward when there was no reward? Because there should not be any reward because they were Machis. Nachbe. Furthermore, now we're going to contrast it as we're going to see in the previous. Uh, Mishnah, it says about the ten generations from Adam to Noach, over there it doesn't say that he received their schar because apparently there was no schar, so why is there schar here? Nochmer. Three years ago, the Mishnah, earlier the Mishnah states, There is ten generations from Adam to Noach, and also to let you know how long Hashem prolongs his anger before Hashem. They were all getting Hashem angry as they were coming. So now you have ten generations, and they perhaps they reserved the flood previous uh, punishment. But Hashem waited ten generations. That's how long Hashem pro- prolonged his anger until he brought them to Me'amabel. And over there, the Mishnah doesn't say over there that Noach received the reward of all of them. And that seems, why? Because there was no reward, probably. It's self-understood, simply understood. Since they were getting angry, Hashem, as they were coming. So therefore they didn't deserve any reward. So that's why there was no reward. So there's not a question why it doesn't say that he would get the reward. So, how come like them? So based on this, it's even more not understood. Why by the ten generations from Noach until Avram, they were also getting Hashem angry. Similar to that, Firto is the Mishnah over there. The Mishnah concludes as Avram kibel that Avram received everybody's schar. So what kind of a schar is this? So why we understand very clearly why there would not be no schar for Noach to receive because Machis Naboim. How come there's a schar here for the uh, generations of the ten that Avram received? So the Rebbe is going to say, some commentaries uh, want to explain this, that essentially every person has a schar. And if, if they don't deserve their schar, they don't have a place in Gan Eden, Everybody should have a spot in Gan Eden. And uh, if, God forbid, they end up in Gehenim. So what happens with their spot? So Avram, that he was connected with his generation, prayed for them. He was able to get their spaces that they missed out, but not Noach. But if Noach couldn't get it, what happened with their spaces? The Rebbe says, we can't say that it's empty spaces over there. Because the Gan Eden is a place where you have to be and it has to be full. It's not shaykh to say that nobody is there. Let's look inside. 
the other Mephorshim and the Rabbi Yene, the Rabbi Vadi Bartanura. So they explain, they answer, as the other mensch hot are for us, every person has a, a already a, a designated portion in Ghanaid. We all have, there is a space for each individual in Ghanaid. The Reber is Nishayiv, but if a person is guilty and he can't go to Ghanaidan, then he takes his portion instead of in Ghanaidan, he takes it in Gehenna. But the space in Ghanaidan is still there. So then another person who has a merit, and he would take his portion and the portion of his friend in Ghanaidan. So therefore, he said, uh, and, and therefore, the so therefore, uh, so so what happened with the spaces of all those ten generations up to Noyach? But we still have difficulty in the first case. Those ten generations that were from since they too making Hashem angry, and therefore they didn't deserve the. Ganeiden, Unayich is given tzaddik going with the race. Unayich was the tzaddik in his generations. Hatoch Unayich gedaft nemen chelkei vechelik chaveri from the asor of David Ganeiden. So Unayich should have taken his own portion and also the portion of the friend, which is from the ten generations in Ganeiden. So how come there is no schar for Unayich over there? So now, before you want to make a distinction. Noyach didn't work with his generation, he didn't deserve his generation's schar. Mashen Cain, as opposed to Avram, Avram deserved it. So what happened with that space? Mefarshim zayn nes mazbir. Mefarshim explained this. Ayoyis has Noyach hot nit mispavl given alanshi doidoy, since Noyach did not pray for the people of his generation. The Zoyer says he didn't pray for them. Avram later on with Zdoim worked with the people, he was makar of the people. But he didn't pray for his people. He did not devote himself to bring close the people of his generation to Hashem. And to impact them that they should conduct themselves properly. He didn't do that. He didn't work with his people of his generation. The river, and therefore, is Therefore, his merit was not sufficient. It wasn't big enough that he should take everyone's reward. He didn't get that much. He wouldn't get their own. As opposed to Avram. He publicized the godliness, Hashem's godliness into the world. As the Pesach says, he called, he proclaimed over there, he, he, he proclaimed the name of Hashem, he called the name of Hashem as the God of the world. And he brought people close to Hashem. As our sages of blessed memory say, on the verse, it says that he brought along the es hanefesh and the soul that they made in the What does it mean, the soul that they made? How did they make? So they say over there, they brought the people, the people that they were makar of. That's the ones they brought along with them. 
Therefore, he merited to receive the reward of all of them. But Rabbi says, if this is the reason that, that there has to be a schar, if they're given, there still has a problem. Uh, if there is a schar that they had already uh, set in Gan Eden, and somebody has, so still not understood how come Noyach didn't get it, or what happened with that schar, as black to Benachal's need move on. It's still not understood. On them, and if we accept as Eichdas or the Deidish Modern Vad Noyach, that even the that also the ten generation from Odom to Noach, Hobun Great Abashtimtun Schar, they have prepared a set reward. Because each person has a portion of Ganadin, etc. Canal, as mentioned before. So we have to we say that this everybody had it. But now we explain that Noach couldn't get it because he didn't work with his generation. And since Noach did not receive the reward, because he was lacking that merit, because he didn't work with the generation, so he couldn't get it. So who did take the portion of Ganeid? Well, maybe nobody took it. They have empty space. That's not possible. You can't say, as Kainan that actually nobody received it. But if Gan Eden state, because with regards to Gan Eden, it states, Hashem placed Adam in the Gan Eden to work it and to guard it. And then, and after the sin of the tree of knowledge, which Adam was chased out of Gan Eden, is the Gan Eden, the art. So Gan Eden is the spot from Kabbalah Saskar, which we receive reward. Fardem lo'ovdo. So when we work in this world, which is Eilu Ramach those are the four, those are the positive, the work, the work to do, on the Shomra, which is the guarding, which is Eilu Shasam those are the three sixty-five prohibition in Eilam Hazeh, in this world. So Gan Eden is bashtimt fardem odom etatachlis nitzil. So the that means that the Gan Eden is designated for the person. It has a, a goal. It has a purpose. Kendoch nit gemol zayin. So it's not possible to imagine as an orting Gan Eden is obliged ledig that there is space over there that remains empty. O befrat especially an ort was his koyl chalokim for nala mentioned a place that has parts of all humans from 10 daughters of 10 generations. Ungor and they lived long daughters, they were long generation, they lived long ages. Somebody needs to come to fulfill the purpose of the Ganadin, of the uh, uh, reward that over there, and here it's just empty, there's no rewards, the rewards hanging around, and nobody takes it. So the Rebbe says, therefore, we have to actually say, They actually never had a reward. The reason why Noyach didn't get their reward is not only because he didn't merit it, or that the reason, but it was because there was no reward to take. It turns out that that generation didn't have a reward. 
But the generation of up to Avram, those ten generations, did have reward. But that Ober first day, we need, however, to understand. How could they, how, with what, together, while they were making Hashem angry, given Anderson Erger, how were they different and worse from the Tzveta Sodadeiris than the second ten generations? The second generation, ten generations had schar, so Avram could take it. The first ten generations didn't have any schar, so therefore Noach could not take it. So what's the difference? So, as Rebbe will explain that there is actually there's two kinds of evil, and there is an evil that cannot be sustained, and therefore it's uh, it, it was a worse connection with evil in the first ten generations than it was the second, as we'll see later on. But now the Rebbe is going to ask in his Gimel, what is the Pasuk really trying to tell? What is the Mishnah really trying to tell us? The fact that Hashem prolongs His anger is a Pasuk. But the Pasuk seems comes to tell us the extent for how long uh, that is 10 generations. So what, why is, what is it about 10 generations specifically? Gimel. Oich is nit farstandik. Also, it's not understood. Bos is bechlal, the chidush. What is generally, what is this novelty from the Mishnah? What is the Mishnah coming to teach us here? As the Rebbe says, that Hashem prolongs his anger. So the Chabbefetish of Posik, there is a very clear verse, says Hashem, Hashem is a God who prolongs his anger. So the Mishnah doesn't have to tell us. What does it mean Hashem prolongs his anger? Rashi brings it up, as Rashi brings it down, that Hashem prolongs his anger, not only for the righteous, but also for the people who are doing evil. So what is the Mishnah telling us? That it is Hashem prolongs the anger. However, what the Pshat over here is, we're not just telling you Hashem, how long it takes, 10 generations. The Pashtus come to So simply it turns out, it, it, it comes out, as the Chidrush the Mishnah is, that what is the novelty of this Mishnah? How long Hashem prolongs his anger? In the verse, it's not mentioned how long this prolonging of the anger of Hashem stretches. The river of the Mishnah. That's why the Mishnah says, The Mishnah is telling us how much Hashem prolongs. Even up to ten generations, Hashem prolongs his anger. So what is this about the ten generations? So what's actually what is how what is the explanation? That Hashem prolongs his anger even up to ten generations. Why? Why what ten generations? What is the emphasis specifically ten generations? As the will explain, though, that the number 10 is a wholesome number, and that's the connection. Now, the Rebbe is going to explain this, that looking in the order of the Mishnah, the way the setup of the Mishnah, that this Mishnah is, is a Mishnah-based, but then the, the, the way it follows uh, uh, the previous Mishnahs, so that will give us a clue that the previous Mishnah and this Mishnah are connected and it gives us a clue what the Mishnah is really means. So we don't understand all this by explaining an additional idea, additional aspect. 
Their Seder HaMishnayis is the Chayz Gishtal Bidil. The order of the Mishnayis has been set up precise, exactly. Especially when we talk about the same chapter. And since that the questions that we need to understand, what is the Shaykhs from their Mishnah from Asura Deiris Me'odom to the Freer Dike Mishnah? What's the connection? So the, the Mishnah the starts with, the Mishnah starts, the previous Mishnah starts with Basora Mamoris Nivra Ha'ilam. The world was created with ten sayings. So one can say, so the Mishnah starts, the world was created, then it talks about the ten generations from Adam to Noyach, then it talks about the ten generations from Noyach to uh, Avram. seems to be all sequence, all fitting in into the order of the, de- of the dates of the happening. But in that case, the next Mishnah that talks about the ten things that were created in Shabbos, Ben Hashemoshes, they should have been after the first Mishnah, because that took place immediately after Maisebreshis uh, in the beginning, and, and then start with uh, the ten generation. So there has to be some more of a connection between the first Mishnah and the ten generations afterward. If it's only because of the order, the way these things in, in, in time, that the ten generations from Adam to Noach, they began as soon as the world was created, so it seems like the next mission that follows, the ten generations from Adam to Noach. But then the Tanav should have proceeded to mention the Shpeter Dike Mishnah, the later Mishnah. The ten items that were created on Erev Shabbos at twilight, that talks about the end of the creation of the world. Before the time of the ten generations. So why did that mission not come in? So we have to say that there is a connection between the Asura Mamoris and the Asura Deiris, and that's why it's placed next to it. Is the beer in them. So what is the, the Rebbe explains this. In the free the commission of Gizok, in the previous mission it stated, as Basora Mamoris that the world was created with ten sakes. And it says, this teaches us a double, uh, twofold idea we learn from the fact that the world was created with ten sayings. That is, to collect or to pay the Rishoyim that destroyed the world. So there is a level of Rishoyim that destroyed the world and Hashem uh, pays them for they destroyed the world that was created with ten sayings. And also, and to also give a good reward for the tzaddikim that sustained the world. That was created with ten sayings. That's the previous Mishnah saying this. So we see two things. We see that there is Rishoyim that destroy the world and there is tzaddikim that sustain the world. As a follow-up to that, the Mishnah talks about the Rishoyim that destroyed the world, those who are from Adam to Noyach, and the Rishoyim that were the Tzadikim that were able to sustain, that's Avram who sustained the ten generations by that person. And as a follow-up, 
and fitting to these two lessons, Bikesha to the Tzvei Sukkim B'nei Odom, as it connects to the two categories of people. Aleph, number one, Lihipora Mino Rishoyim Shem Abim Chulu, to collect, to pay, punish the Rishoyim that destroyed the world, and base. To give the good reward for the tzaddikim that sustained the world. Learn the tzvaita mishnah in the zalbet tzvayin So the second mishnah teaches us the same two aspects. Because Aleph, so the doyres modern vad noyach the ten generation modern to noyach b'chulu vazdias. So those generation from modern to noyach vazdias. So the doyres these ten generations, ten generations, I given to show him. They were evil. They were evil that destroyed the world. The river had that abishter zeminish given. That's why Hashem punished them, which is lihi para to pay collect them punish them. Sheiva lemes mei mabul. He brought the mei mabul. That is the lihi para. Beis asora doyish shemenoyach menoyach vadavrom. Then you have the ten generations from Avram chulu achabu Avram vikibus harkulam till Avram went and received. Their reward was agam. Was that although oich odi asora doyres hoyim achisim uboim? Even though also these generations made Hashem angry as they were coming. Hot over Avram Avinu mekayim gedemelum. Avram Avinu, however, sustained the world. Erod kipoyel takiyum. He impacted a sustainment. Oich in the Allah zaina asora doyres. Also, in the all of his ten generations, on the far is given schar kulam. That's why there was the reward for all of them. When he took the reward for all of them. So, in other words, that he sort of brought in a sustained them. He uh, instead of them being destroyed, he sustained them. As the Rebbe will explain later on what it means to sustain a situation, and sometimes to get rid of a situation, but this follows that. Okay, so now, what does this mean? So the Rebbe is going to explain now these two categories in in, uh, in evil, and um, and how yin relate to various different kinds, like by a war, there are certain things that were not permitted to spoil to be brought in, because that has to stay, that's negative totally. And sometimes there's things that you take from the other side and yet you can convert it and make it into the use of a positive. Hey, it's still not explained. What is still, what is the difference between the two ten generations? Was Davkin the Tzveta because it's only specifically in the second ones, they were, you were able to accomplish, to sustain. And that way you sustained it, you were able to receive the reward of all of them. So what is the difference? Is the beer in them? The explanation is, similar to when Yidin go out to war, literally when they go to war, for even is given zachen, there were such items, was not machen given that they had uh, taken uh, that machen uh, means that they uh, disallowed that, not used. And zachen was not given b'sholos. Some things they took as spoil. Certain things they put away, and certain things they they took. 
Likewise, also when we wage war with the evil in the world, there are two categories in the evil. And therefore, because there's two types of categories, there's two different ways how to deal with it. But the Aleph, number one, there are such things that are totally evil. They got no good in themselves. And such items, they need to be destroyed. Find this concept from Shvirosom, Zuhitarosom. There are certain vessels that have become impure. So sometimes you can kasha them, you can make them kosher again. But sometimes you got to break them. And that makes them, once they're not usable anymore. So this is destruction, that is their tara. And the Kutari explains in the Minya for Sarefa Sapora, and the concept that you burn the Pora, the cow, the red heifer, was burnt. As Pora is Maramis of the Maisim Roim, that Pora hints to the bad actions, which are truth, truth totally evil in themselves. Was the far fabrentman the Pora, that's why we burn the 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 heifer. Because there is no way to fix it. The only way is to destroy it and remove it from the world using the language of the Alta Rebbe. What remains is only the ashes. The ashes represent, that points to the, the power of desire, not the act of evil, but the desire. Desire, in essence, is not evil because you can change around the desire for the good, but the actions that was done represent the burning of the effort, but the ashes is just the power that desire versus which isn't evil in his obsession. So that's one category of evil that you got to totally burn and destroy. Base. There were such items that although and uh, and, and even and openly, you don't see anything good about them on a revealed level. They still got a spark of good in them. That's why you should not destroy them. But you got to work with them. Till on the contrary, you will, you will sustain them. By turning them from the bad to the good. We find in the language of Chazal, it talks about the level of Teshuva, that uh, we find in that those same beds that she had spread out for him in a prohibited relation way, she now is spreading them in a permissible, which means in a kosher, in a proper way. So this is a turnaround from the negative to the positive. When those is that hefresh vision that's made us or adidas, this is the distinction, the difference between these two generations. The Ra Fundiasora Doidish Modamanoyach is given Ra Gomor. The evil from the ten generations from modern to Noyach was totally evil. When Azar Ra is Mahabi developed, such Ra destroys the world. The river or the Eivish Terzei in Gansen of Givish from their world. Therefore, 
Hashem wiped them off totally from the world. He brought them on the worlds of the, the waters of the flood. As opposed to those ten, ten generations from Noyach to Avraham, although also they were making Hashem angry as they were coming, Doch is a ra given from Azasug. Yet their evil was from such a category. You could change it around to the good. And therefore, when Avram Avinu came, then through his service, he was mekayim given the belt, he sustained the world. He corrected, umashlim, and completed given the Allah Sodadidus, all the ten generation. He received the reward of them all. And now we're going to address the second part why this ten generations specifically. The Tam was the Eibishter in Oyezvov. The Tam was the Eibishter is Marich Av Biza Sodadidus. Why does he prolong the anger up to ten generations? Shengeret Full Mo, we already mentioned, spoken about it many times, as Eser, the number 10, is a ganzer um full komer mispar. It's a complete and wholesome number, was is in zich koilel, which includes in itself Allah Shlemison, all wholesomeness. Um pung vidos is in tzada kadusha, just as it is in the side of holiness, azoi is as oich in heipech. The same thing is on the other side, the opposite side of Gedusha. The Gantzer Umfuller Farnem von Ra, also when we want to talk for the entire and the whole uh, makeup from Ra, from Ra is Oizgishtot Nemispa from Eser. Over there also it's 10. 10 for the positive, 10 for the negative. From Sen Bechina is 10 levels. Under Far is the Ebrish Temadich Af. And that's why Hashem prolongs the angle. Vartnik Mizol Chuvaton. He waits for repentance. Biza Sodadidus, till ten generations. Does haste, bees to their fuller moth machisim uboim. Till the full measure of getting angry as you're coming, because that is the full, is the number ten, that means the completely anger. In Allah Sembhinas Daitus Vara, which means in all ten levels, which represented ten generations, ten levels of Ra, over there that Hashem went. So now we're going to take this idea and bring it over also to the person in his service to Hashem. The person also has two types of rod that he got to deal with. Some of it he has to totally destroy. destroy. Some of it he has to be able to fix. Every person is called a small world, microcosm of the world. Just as there are two periods, of the ten generations in the big world, in our world in general, also we have these two periods by the small microcosm of the world. By an individual in his service of the blessed of Hashem. And it's also by the number 10. 10 generations. Here we're going to talk about 10 days. 10 days is sort of a full. If a person is immersed in evil for 10 days, that's a category by itself. That means he's fully uh, 
into the total evil. When a mensch is in meshech from ganze zentek, when a person in the duration of ten days, entire ten days, he has placed himself in matters which are not desirable, meaning evil. And still he is feels good. Nothing happened to him. It's good to him. So the Vishnu is telling him, 10 days, but anticipate things will change. It's not going to last. person might think, he thinks as, that also in the future, his situation will remain as till now. And he will bless himself in his heart to say, peace will be to me, I will go as my heart desires. Ten days, he's in there, nothing happens, it'll continue. Using the Pasuk, saying to himself, oh, I do whatever I want and I'm still good. The Mishnah says, as those the fact that you had a flow of good up till now, even though you're not the way you should be, is as the far was the is is because Hashem prolongs his anger. This is going to stop after the designated time. So don't count on it because Hashem is just prolonging his anger. So therefore he must do his service in a way he has to bring on those days, on those actions the flood water, the totally negate all undesirable matters. But this service isn't sufficient. Since already entire 10 days have already passed on matters which are not desirable. So there's lacking the good matters. In the time, there's lacking now in the good matters that he uh, should have, he was able to, and he should have, mainly gedarft, and vergangenem's man, the past time, he can't, he was able to, and therefore gedarft, oifton. Hashem creates a certain amount of days, and you wasted those days on negative, so what do you do about that? Every person has a certain a number of days, which are designated for him, to do the service of Hashem. That's why he must occupy himself with the second service as well, not just the destruction. From the Tzveta Sardadeiras, from the second generation, he has to impact and sustainment also in the previous day. Through the service of turning the darkness to light. Is a mesakinu mashlim. He fixes and he completes. Oich dos vaseret fafelt. Also that what he missed in the free diketag in the previous days. Bizen an oifen to an extent from the kibbles char kulam. He receives the rewards of all of them, even what took place in a way that he turns the darkness to light, and he gets the shchar for that as well. It's mesichas shabbos parshas ve'ei tovshin lamed hay.